Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out-of-this-world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship, and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. Welcome to The Pleasure Zone, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight, we are talking about gratitude and how we can use it to increase our pleasure. For those of you who are new to the show, you might not realize I live in Canada and today is Canadian Thanksgiving. So what better day to talk about gratitude than Thanksgiving? I think in seven years of doing this show, I've often forgotten that it's Thanksgiving. So I don't always do a gratitude show. I might have done one or two but definitely not seven. So I hope you enjoy this episode about 10 different ways of using gratitude to increase your pleasure. It doesn't sound like a pleasure tool, does it? It sounds like uh, you do this to try and rectify things or reconcile relationships, or you use gratitude to try and find some kind of medium ground because usually people are using gratitude as a way to kind of get themselves out of the muck and try to find a solution to something. And I find that when I'm working with couples, a lot of the time when they have lost any sense of connection to each other, one of the very first things I get them to work with and play with is gratitude, anything, find anything about your partner you're grateful for. And from there, things can start to grow. Usually it's a solution tool. So today we're going to use it as a growth tool, which is even more fun. And this is where it may be a solution for some of you, for some parts of this may actually be a solution to some areas that may be troubling in your relationship or even for yourself personally. Um, it may be that. And it can also be that things are going decent or okay in your life and you just want to add something to it. And gratitude can be an amazing way to do that. So we're going to discuss all of those things. And why? Well, one of the reasons why is I'm totally curious about bodies and relationships and sex and pleasure. So over my many years of life, I've studied these through different ways. So I have I studied some things in university related to um, psychology, to related to sex, related to sociology, related to all kinds of things that I talk about on this show. Strangely, I never thought that my university education was going to contribute to anything in this world, who knew it was going to contribute to this radio show. And it also contributes to my life in that I work with it on a regular basis, which surprised me when I first graduated, I never thought it would. And I also uh, work with people as a sex and intimacy coach. So that's another reason why I have these tools and why we'll be working with them is that this is actually a really great way to develop greater intimacy in your relationships is to have gratitude. Intimacy is part of one of those ways that we can have greater pleasure. So we're going to play with that today. Hope you're ready. Hope you're not in a big funk. And if you are in a big funk, maybe this will assist you in just getting over that funk and getting into something a little bit more fun. 
when we think of gratitude, what are some of the things that you think of? So I'm just curious, what comes up for you when I say the word gratitude? What are some of the things that you think of? For some of you who might have been in um, an AA program or a 12-step program, there's a saying in the 12-step programs is that there's an attitude of gratitude. And an attitude of gratitude, to me, when I first heard that, I was like, having an attitude of gratitude, that sounds like, it doesn't sound true. You don't, it doesn't sound like you're being grateful. It just sounds like you're acting like you are. So that one had me confused for a while. Gratitude had me a little confused for a while. One of the things that came up in the chat room for someone is that gratitude is a should. You should be grateful. And I have to tell you that repeatedly in my life, I was told I should be grateful. I remember getting braces and this might actually be partly what triggered the show. I remember getting braces when I was about in grade three, I think it was. Um, I started getting dental work done to correct my overbite and all this other stuff I had going on in my mouth. And, and I was very fortunate to have an uncle who is a, was, he's retired now, was uh, a, a dentist, a dental surgeon, and an orthodontist. Like this man was, is brilliant and he studied a lot. And he did my teeth for me. And I was in, in at the time as a kid, I didn't think much of it because, you know, I'm a, a kid and I didn't really like the pain of the braces. I didn't really know the value of it, but I did know on a daily basis that my grandmother reminded me that I should be grateful for it. And probably if she had said nothing, I would have found gratitude a lot faster and easier for myself. So when you start telling people they should be grateful, that the gratitude seems to disappear pretty fast. And I wasn't able to see the value yet. When I got into my teens, I saw the value. It took me a few years. Even by the end of having my braces, by the time I was like going into grade eight and my braces came off, I remember thinking, yeah, I really like my teeth a lot more. It wasn't, it wasn't really, though, part of my reality until the process was finished and I didn't have the pain anymore because it's really hard for me to be grateful when I'm in pain. I don't know about you guys, but when you're experiencing any kind of pain in your body of any kind do you find it easy to find gratitude or is it a little trickier and I know a lot of people that I, I do speak with about their bodies and about their health a lot of times what's happened is we've actually forgotten to be grateful and that lack of gratitude for our bodies is often what leads to some of the pain and, and things that are going on and the judgment that creates the pain so we're adorable, we forget these things. And yet, when we're in the pain, we think we're like, oh, I just want to feel better. And when we feel better, we forget to be grateful for feeling good, right? So if we can, if we can start to notice even one part of our body that feels good, maybe it's your eyebrow, maybe your eyebrow feels real good today. It's like, thanks, body for allowing my eyebrow to feel real good today. When I work with people with their health, I have a survey that I ask them. And one of the questions is, on a daily basis, how much pain is your body in that you perceive? And on average, a lot of people will say eight to nine is their level of pain, 10 being the max of the scale. Eight to nine is an awful lot of pain. 
that's like pain from head to toe. And that's on a daily basis that is never ending and never pulling back, right? That's a lot of pain. And the beauty is, is that pain, as we start to work with different tools, can absolutely dissipate, disappear, and actually be alleviated. And through tools like gratitude, we can start to have it not come back. And that's one of the tools I like to use with people is remember to be grateful every day to your body, to the universe for assisting you and having a body that's functioning at the optimum that it can function at at this moment, which you know can change regularly. So if your optimum today is where maybe your butt hurts and your foot hurts, and that's your optimum for today, thank you universe for that. And if your optimum for the day is where just your eyebrows are functioning up and down and you're lying in bed and nothing else is moving, gratitude for that. I know it sounds insane. And it's like, why would I be grateful if all I can move is my eyebrows? Well, you know what? If you aren't grateful for that, you will likely not have that anymore. I find that the things we are not acknowledging and grateful for tend to disappear. If we're not grateful for the money that comes in, it tends to disappear. If we're not grateful for the people in our lives, they tend to disappear. If we're not grateful for services and different things, they tend to disappear. So I'm just curious, in your life, is there something that you have completely, absolutely ignored, absolutely ignored, and you're wondering why it's not functioning? So if it happens to be something in your body, it happens to be a relationship with a lover, a partner, a friend, or a, um, say, your uh, family or whatever. If you, have, if you have something not functioning there, just look at it. Have you been grateful about having this relationship? And if you haven't, give it some energy and say, you know what, I'm grateful for. There will be a spark in there. Even if there is an immense amount of abuse, there will be a spark that you'll find that you can have great gratitude for. So in the chat room, uh, somebody's mentioning their feet, whether that's gratitude for the feet or forgetting to have gratitude for feet. I'm incredibly grateful for having feet and ability to walk. Um, and you know what, even I know people who are in wheelchairs and they're actually incredibly grateful to be able to sit in the wheelchair and roll. So it, the gratitude doesn't have to leave. You can just readjust it as your body changes or adjusts or does different things. So remembering to have gratitude for the things that we just completely often just forget, you know, so, so important to our bodies. They like to be acknowledged. Our bodies are a bit of like attention sluts and they love attention. So if you're not giving your body gratitude, it's going to find ways to get your attention. It's going to be like, I'm going to give you a little poke in the gut. I'm going to give you a little something here and there just so you can pay attention to me because I'm such an energy slut. I'm such a slut for attention that I need that. I need my attention bodies just like calling for attention. So let's give your body attention. Number one, give your body attention so that you can have an increase in pleasure. So like I mentioned, find that one spot. And whether that's just your eyebrows or your eyeballs for functioning. I'm so grateful for my eyes that I have eyes. And I'm so grateful that I live in a country where I have access to glasses that I can afford for when I need to wear glasses when I'm reading or on this show. I'm so grateful to have these. And, you know, I could 
complain about it if I wanted to, which makes absolutely no sense to me, or I can be grateful for it. So one of the ways that I find you can kind of sense a maturity level in somebody is that they have an overall gratitude for pretty much everything. They're grateful for it. They're even grateful for, you know, when the so-called shit hits the fan, they're like, yeah, that's cool. I, I'm grateful for that experience too. And I love that like level of gratitude in people where they, they can see and experience even the shit hitting the fan as something that's an experience to be grateful for. So we're starting with our bodies because our bodies are what experience pleasure. So grateful for any single part of your body. Grateful for my front teeth because I often think, wow, without those braces, I had such an overbite that was incredible. My front teeth could look a lot different. And I'm grateful they're functioning and I'm grateful I have enamel on them and I'm grateful that they feel nice and I'm grateful that they're clean and so many things to be grateful for just in my teeth alone, right? Never mind if we go through the whole body, it could take you like an entire day if you actually know anatomy to go through every part of your body and be grateful for every aspect of it. How, how do you think your body would feel if you sat there for a day? that you took a little holiday with your body and just sat there and was like grateful for every bit of hair gray or not you know the fact that my hair has not been colored in nearly a year um you know all of those things and being grateful for the changes of the color it is is something that you know our bodies will really love and as I'm being told in the chat room by my friend and producer tonight, that a body meditation would be a great idea. And I can offer that um, to you guys. Maybe I'll get one created in this next month. I'm going to make a note, create a body meditation for gratitude. And if you guys would like that, then we'll get, uh, we'll get that out for you. So good times. And there are some other things, you know, that we can be grateful for. We got these bodies, they experience the gratitude, but we are going to talk about so many more things to do with gratitude. So two ways, we've already actually included two ways, if you don't realize this. So you're going to have gratitude for your body and now have gratitude for your lovers. There's two right there. So find something about your lover's body that you maybe have forgotten to be grateful for. I'm just going to pick an obvious. I'm going to be grateful for my husband's penis because it's fabulous. So I'm going to be grateful for it right now. And I think he's in the background and can possibly hear this or it's my daughter and she may be overhearing this too and maybe mortified by the fact that I'm saying this in public. So having gratitude for something that your lover has that you adore is great. And you can also be grateful for aspects of your partner that maybe you don't often think of or that you know they annoy you and you can shift the energy with gratitude so i'll give you an example my husband started snoring in the last two years but i'm actually really grateful that he has a nose and that he has a palate and that he has all the parts that help him snore so i often in the middle of the night i'm like i'm grateful that he can breathe I'm grateful he's alive and i'm grateful he's breathing and i have to remind myself of that or i could really get mad or frustrated or like lack of sleep or whatever and the weirdest thing is if i touch him and i say that his body stops snoring isn't that fascinating 
that's my fascinating thing I've learned about snoring is when I touch my husband's body and I'm grateful for him having a nose and a, and a throat and everything that helps him breathe, his body is relaxes. So that's my little wisdom of the hour. Maybe it'll work for you too. We're going to come back and talk more about gratitude and how it can increase your pleasure here on the pleasure zone. You're listening to um, this episode, which is 10 ways to use pleasure to 10 ways to use gratitude to increase your pleasure here on the pleasure zone. We'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight we're talking about 10 ways to use gratitude to increase pleasure. So the first one has to do with bodies. Because why? Because bodies are what experiences pleasure. So we're looking at the first one was find something that you're grateful for about your body. And if you can do it daily, that's amazing. And if you can use the same thing daily, that is okay too. If every day you're looking at your body and you're like, I'm so grateful I have a nose that I can breathe out of. And you know what? You'll remember these things when you go and you have like a really nasty cold and you can't breathe and you're like, damn it, I wish I could breathe. When you do breathe, be grateful. When your body is healthy, be grateful. And when it's not feeling so healthy, then look at the parts you've been ignoring and see if you've been grateful for them. Yeah, so think about that for a second. Might even come down to like, have you been grateful for your appendix lately? Maybe not. Let's be grateful for it. It's just that silly vestigial organ. Like, why is anybody grateful for a vestigial organ? Well, be grateful for it because it could kill you if you're not. So just saying. So one of the things that I'm thinking about too is other things that we can be grateful for. 
And one of the, the, the things when I think about it is mind, body, spirit, right? We've got body, we kind of included that because that's our pleasure seeking device. And then mind, what can we be grateful for in our thoughts and about our thoughts? So for example, for me, the one way to, that I can in increase my pleasure is that I'm grateful for the fact that I have a crazy creative brain that will offer me fantasies that are like crazier than anything probably anybody has ever created in porn ever to date. My mind is so creative. I don't need porn. I'm just saying, I'm just super creative in the mind. So if you are, if you're super grateful for your mind, maybe you've got creative ideas in your mind too, and you use them for things like inventions and you use them for creating business and you use them for other things, you know, what in your mind are you grateful for? Are you grateful for your thoughts? Are you grateful that you have thoughts? Are you now there's a place to start. I'm, I'm actually really grateful that I'm aware that I have thoughts. Isn't that a strange one? I'm aware that I have thoughts. Are you aware that you have thoughts? So I'm actually not my thoughts, but I'm aware that I have them and I'm grateful for them. And I'm grateful that I can choose to change my mind if I like to. And that's all private. That's a just for me, just for fun. Nobody else needs to know these wild, wacky thoughts. And if I change them on the fly, it's nobody's business. It's all mine. I'm grateful that they're private for now. They're still private. Yay, they're still, my thoughts are still private. I'm really grateful for that. So although sometimes I look at my cell phone and I wonder if they are, because I swear to God, I think something and I get an email about it. That makes me curious and a little bit freaked out. Anyhow, grateful that I like to think that my thoughts are private. And grateful that my husband has great thoughts too, that are not the same as my own. So when you look at this, you can be grateful for your thoughts and grateful for your partner's thoughts as well. You know, we often think, and I see this a lot, that people are like, they argue with their lovers a lot. And then they're like, you're stupid. And they just like go on a rampage. I know because I've done that with people because I've been in relationships with people I thought were stupid. Now, if you think you're with somebody who's stupid, maybe it's time to walk away. But if you value each other's thoughts, then you can actually be grateful for them. And you can go, wow, I'm really grateful that you're an out-of-the-box thinker and you're like, you know, creating with your thoughts and doing what you believe in. So gratitude for your thoughts. It can also be like gratitude in your for your beliefs. For some people, it's your beliefs um, is what you think are your thoughts as well. So if you happen to both share the same belief system, maybe religiously or spiritually, and you're grateful that you both have um, uh, a belief system that you can identify with. That can be something that can really help build pleasure. Why? Because it's building a sense of unity and it's building a sense of camaraderie and it's getting you to feel comfortable with each other. And it has you feel more like you can let your guard down because you share similar ideas and thoughts. Now, I'm, I actually like sharing ideas and thoughts with people with a variety of thoughts and ideas, but that doesn't work for everyone. So if it works for you to have a lover that shares your thoughts, then be grateful for having a lover that shares your thoughts or ideas about the world. You know, if you both happen to be the same Muslim and you both are praying the same way all the time, then awesome. Be grateful for that. That's a beautiful thing. And if you happen to be of different faiths, but you actually believe ultimately in the same thing, be grateful that you have something that you can 
oh yeah, I'm really grateful for their face and their, their, you know, how they see the world and their thoughts and their mind and how their mind works and the beauty of their mind. And I, I watched this interview on a, a couple of months ago with this uh, incredible doctor from the US and her, she didn't talk a lot, but her husband just adores her and her mind. And I loved watching him. She's brilliant. Like this thing she comes up with and she's just like, and then she was being interviewed and she's like, yeah, I, I guess I am brilliant. Like she's got a PhD in everything you can imagine. And she doesn't think much of it. She doesn't think it's necessary. She just thinks of it as these are some credentials she has. And, um, you know, it's maybe important to other people, but her, what she's creating is more important to her. Um, but her husband adores her mind. And I love that sapiosexuals tend to adore each other's minds and uh, love how the other person thinks. So I'm all of, I'm, I'm very sapiosexual in so many ways. I love how people think. So having gratitude for a person's mind and the way that they think is really kind of cool. Uh, I, I love even, I have gratitude for my daughter's way of thinking too. Like she thinks different than I do and it's always opening up ideas and conversations. So you can be grateful for other people's thoughts. Even when they have like obsessive thoughts, they, those obsessive thoughts can create and generate things for them as well. So when you look at your partnership, are you grateful for the way that your partner thinks? Or have you ever thought about that? Or you're just like, wow, that person's got stinking thinking and I don't like it. And if they do have stinking thinking, then maybe it's time to think about something else and maybe move along, Charlie, and consider that you, you're not stuck. You are actually allowed to choose. But if your thinking has you say you can't, then maybe your mind is something that as you become grateful for it and realize that it's functioning and that you can still have enough awareness to question things that you could question and then choose something different, something that works for you. So when you have a mind, you get to utilize it. So don't waste it while you have it. And I say this genuinely because I, I've watched, um, I watched my grandfather deteriorate from having dementia. And as much as I found his dementia fascinating because he was living this crazy existence in his own mind and he was seeing people he hadn't seen and he was hanging out with royalty and he was like saving the world. And I loved the persona that he created for himself. At the same time, there's something that when you've been with somebody with dementia, you really get how freaking lucky we are to have minds that we're aware of what's going on. To some degree, we're aware of what's going on. Let's face it, we're not fully aware, but we're aware enough to know that we can observe our own thoughts. So let's have some gratitude for that and the fact that maybe you're with your partner who also has the ability to observe their own thoughts, which is pretty great too, and that they remember you. And I love that, you know, I can wake up in the morning and my husband remembers my face. I'm very grateful for that. I, I know that I would find it kind of devastating if I didn't. Um, kind of like in a notebook where the woman forgets her husband. And if you've never seen it, go watch it. It'll make you cry. It makes grown men cry. So it'll probably make anybody cry. So being grateful for the mind and that your mind is functioning. Let's have that too for each of us. So that's be grateful for your mind. Be grateful for your partner's mind. That's three and four. And we're going to work on some more too. I might throw some more in here too. 
So part of that mind when I was talking about it was also part of um, the spirituality as well, which I was talking about belief systems. They tend to intermingle, but beliefs can also be like a daily practice. So if you do have a partner who happens to have a daily practice where they wake up and meditate, even if it's at like three o'clock in the morning and you're like, oh my God, you're up at three o'clock in the morning again. You can be grateful for the fact that they have a daily practice, that they meditate, that they have, they have a sense of spirituality, they have a sense of connection to something bigger than themselves. So you can have gratitude for that too. And I'm super grateful that, you know, even if my husband is up at four o'clock meditating, I'm like, I'm grateful for that. Yes, he woke me up, but thank you for being you and meditating. And I have my own. So being grateful for my own way of being able to connect and that that can change. And I'm grateful for that it can change because over my lifetime, it has changed from the time I was three or four consciously knowing and remembering and asking to go to church and, and like loving Eastern Orthodox church standing for two and a half hours while my body was falling asleep in mass. I loved it. I loved the ritual of it. And I loved the singing and I loved everything about it. And then it developed as I got into being a teen and it got into more things that were more spiritual based. And I was curious and I was learning about things like Wicca. And then my, my weekly practice became going to somewhat of a coven although we weren't officially a coven there were enough of us to be a coven and we were all women and we were all doing witchy things so looking back i think we were an unofficial coven and i had that for like six or seven years seven years i think or eight years so and then it changed after that and i started doing some things like chanting and then it changed after that to something else so my spirituality has changed over my life and not every single one of those has been like a right or a wrong method for me. They've all contributed to who I am. And I'm grateful that I've had the experience and the choice to be able to do that because I'm so grateful to be able to choose that. And part of that is environment, which I'm also going to talk. We can also be grateful for environment. You can increase pleasure as well. So grateful for the spirituality. How does that increase your pleasure? One of the things that it can do is help you to feel more connected. And the more connected you are to your body, the more connected you can be to your lover. And the more connection you have, the greater the pleasure you can have. Yeah, so you, you want to know that you got a body and feel that body and identify with it and sense that connection to everything and everyone and then increase that energy and have that connecting to your lover. So that can really add a lot to your pleasure just having a little spiritual practice can add a lot to your pleasure so that is a little fun addition and we're going to talk about more so we've talked about six things so far right it's remembering to be grateful for your body grateful for and your, your lover's body being grateful for your mind being grateful for your lover's mind being grateful for your spiritual practices and being grateful for your lover's spiritual practices and hopefully in this gratitude even if your things are not the same your gratitude will allow you to receive each other more and that you'll be able to see each other more and you'll be able to connect with each other even more we're going to talk about more ways to have an increase of gratitude to create more pleasure in the next segment so stay tuned you're listening to the pleasure zone here on inspired choices network and we'll be right back after this commercial 
Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone Radio Show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. Oh, today we're talking about gratitude. What a beautiful thing to have, being grateful for yourself and different aspects of yourself and then being grateful for your lover as well. And that's that's a really key way of actually having more pleasure in your life. Now, we've done one through six. And before we go on to seven, eight, nine, and 10, I just want to stop and have you think about for a minute, what's your life like when you don't have gratitude? And when you're like complaining about everybody and everything all the time, how fast do things get done? How easily do things get done? How does your body feel? How does your mind feel? So I, I can't say that I never complain. I, I do, and I often stop myself, and then I'll go, okay, wh what contribution was I to that situation that created this that had me feel like so effing mad? It usually leads to mad. I usually go from zero to hero when it comes to anger, and I'm learning, and I've been learning over the last 25 years on how to, like, 
um, express that before it turns into a volcanic rage. I'm doing really good at it, actually. I don't, I don't like lash out at people and throw things anymore, which is nice. <laughs> so I'm impressed with myself, and I'm grateful that I'm learning that. So, so if if you have noticed any changes in yourself, even over the last few minutes or years, maybe you've been listening to the show and you've been noticing some changes with yourself by listening to some of these tips and tools or some other tools from some of the other shows on ICN. Maybe you're just grateful that you've had some changes in your life and things are working a little bit better for you. Awesome. Keep note of that. We often forget these things and sometimes having a journal to write them in is really helpful. You know, you can make it private. It's your own journal and you can just be grateful for things for yourself. I'm so grateful that my eyebrows can move up and down today. I'm so grateful that I can breathe out of my nose. So grateful that I can talk. So grateful that my throat functions, that I can swallow. I mean, I could go on and on and I probably will go on and on when I go and create for you guys the gratitude for your body meditation. It may be like half an hour long. Um, I may go into body parts and go extreme. That's the kind of fun I have because I like bodies and I love anatomy. So I do like to talk about anatomy a lot. find anatomy fascinating and always have. So one of, um, one of the things that I'd like you to do in this moment is just think about how many ways you've forgotten to use gratitude and what it's created. Like, you know, maybe you forgot to say thank you for something and maybe it created a funk in the energy. Maybe um, there was, you know, somebody held the door for you and you didn't even acknowledge them or even look them in the face. That's a sign of gratitude as well. Gratitude isn't always the word. Sometimes it's a nod. Sometimes it's an acknowledgement. Sometimes it's a thumbs up, even though I have friends who hate thumbs up. So thumbs up, go right up your butt. No, I don't. They hate it. So don't always give a thumbs up. Not everybody likes a thumbs up. But you can offer other things like a nod and a wink is usually pretty good unless people think you're hitting on them and then it can get awkward. There are ways to acknowledge um, to acknowledge somebody is actually can be a form of gratitude as well. So it doesn't always have to be thank you words. It can be cards and notes as well. And sometimes it is words. So find your way of gifting gratitude. It may be different for everybody. One of my very favorite tools to work with couples is to get a gratitude jar, one for each person. And especially when people are in a funk in relationship and every day find one thing you're grateful for about your partner before you go to bed and write it down, put it in the jar. And if your partner is having a crappy day and they need to feel like you actually appreciate them and you haven't said anything, you can go to your jar and you can find all the things your partner is grateful for you. Please don't become a sarcastic bitch about these things. And guys, you can be bitches too. Like I'm, I'm so grateful we put it up with each other over the years. Now that's kind of being like underhanded at the same time. You could say that you're so grateful that, that you've each continued to choose each other. That's a little different than putting up with each other. So have with the energy of gratitude try not to use sarcasm in there try not to use jokes about it and try to be try and this might be hard try to be sincere or we can be like yoda do or do not there is no try just do it just be grateful be grateful do grateful so you can put these notes in and then 
when your partner is feeling the off and the down, they can go in and they can find their notes. And um, I love hearing reports from people in loverships who have done this and they've, it's changed the attitude for each other and they're really looking at things and they're going, oh, all these years, you know, we were together and I never even knew that you cared. And there's a million ways people care, but not everybody is verbal about it. So it is one of the five love languages is using kind words or words of affirmation, right? And words of affirmation can come through things like gratitudes, gratitudes in a jar. So if that writing sort of style doesn't work for you, saying it can, can be fun too. And one of the ways that I like to use my gratitude with my, my hubby is I love thanking him for things that most people don't thank each other for. Um, and I started that when we first started dating and I didn't even realize how weird I am, but I thanked him the first time I gave him a blow job and he was like, what? And then I was like, can you hear me? And he's like, I hear, I heard you. I just wasn't sure what you thanked me. I'm like, yeah, thank you for letting me give you a blow job. And I, I, I also love the confusion. So thank people for things that you wouldn't expect to be thanked for. So if your lover, um, you know, allows you to be their playmate, thank them for it. Thanks for being my playmate today. Appreciate your lovership. It's fun. And so, and it's fun and it makes me giggle. Like I think about it and I think about it always makes me giggle. And I, if I even say like, thanks to my, to my husband, I'm like, my husband lover, but I'm like, thanks for the cuddles. And he's like, yeah, you're welcome for the cuddles. It's like, it's nice to say thank you to somebody, especially when they're gifting you something that your body really loves and desires and requires or something your mind requires and desires, like whether it's an insight or something. And it's like, thank you for that information. Right? You don't have to say it 25 times. That becomes obnoxious. You can say it once with the energy behind it of true gratitude. You can be grateful and you can have the person feel that you're grateful. And I think one, to me, it's so fun. So number seven and eight is being grateful. You being grateful to your to yourself for being whoever you are. I'm so grateful that I'm a, a freaky weirdo that says thank you for letting me give you um, blowjob. So number six is, oh, so number six, when we go back to that list, was being grateful for your partner's spiritual practices. So being grateful for yours, being grateful for theirs. Number seven is being grateful for the weird things like thank you for offering me whatever. Thank you for giving, for letting me give you a blowjob, for example. Let's start with something that fun and weird. And I would relate it to sex in this case, because this is the pleasure zone. So seven and eight can be related to your gratitude for the, all the things you are sexually. I'll, I'll give this better summary on this. So grateful for all the ways that you show up sexually. So if you know, you're grateful for, for example, for me, I'm grateful that I'm a playful, weird little nerd. And um, I love being that it, 
makes me happy when I tried to be something like a serious sexual person that I've seen in movies it like never worked for me and I felt bad about myself and as soon as I was grateful for being a weird little funky nerd it got way more fun and I actually love 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 being a weird little funky nerd so and also super grateful for all the things that my lover allows me to do with his body so I'm grateful for my sexualness, my sexualness, and I'm grateful for his sexualness and allowing me to participate in that. So if he allows me to like dry hump him or whatever weird things, I just choose to like go out when he's like working and I like do a strip tease and then I walk away and he just giggles at me. I love that. I love when people can just like be that weird with each other. So I'm grateful for my way of being sexual with him and I'm grateful for the way he is sexual with me and the cool thing is is the more grateful you are for the way your lover is with you the more they want to be with you they actually enjoy being appreciated weird but true people enjoy enjoy being appreciated and hopefully they can receive the appreciation from you some people can't receive the appreciation and that's a whole that's their shit they can't receive you that's their own thing um, so that's not on you, my friends. If they can't receive you, they can't receive you. There are more people on the planet who can, right? So we're going to talk about nine and 10 when we come back. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be back with nine and 10 right after this. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at melitzayelenich.com now back to the program welcome back everyone my sweet sweet pleasure seekers we are talking about gratitude today and like the 10 ways we can use gratitude to increase pleasure woo i love pleasure and that's why we have pleasure zone so i can talk about pleasure all the time and whatever i can come up with about pleasure so gratitude we've talked about one through eight on gratitude and now we're talking about nine and ten and just during break so just as an fyi this all came to me on the fly so i'm sure there's more than 10 and i'm sure that if you sat down and thought about this you'd come up with more than 10 as well but one of the things i was thinking about on breaks i was thinking about the other things i'm grateful for about my partner and he's got mad skills in many areas i mentioned that 
seven and eight are like talking about maybe the mad skills in the bedroom, whether it's your quirkiness, your silliness, your playfulness, being grateful for your lover, allowing you to do stuff to them that you're like, oh, I love doing that. And you're letting me do that. Thank you for letting me do that to you. And so gratitude for your lover is really sweet. And then so nine and 10 are their other mad skills. So I'm, I'm also grateful for my other mad skills. I got like, as um, my friend who's producing me tonight, who's the owner and CEO of this station. Um, she's also my business coach. And she was saying to me last week, she's like, you, you got like, not just like a toolbox of tools. You got like four flatbeds with like shipping containers of tools. So I'm grateful that I have friends that can see things in me to, to actually, um, allow me to become more aware of what I'm offering in the world. So I'm grateful for that for sure. And I'm grateful that I can see it in myself and allow myself to see it when they've mentioned it to me, the flatbed truck. So, um, I'm grateful for my crazy mad skills. I don't, if you're watching on video, you might notice like my environment changes. I got like all kinds of things behind me on shelves. I work with a lot of different things with bodies for health. I work with a lot of different tools with energy work, body work, um, things that I won't even mention on here. And um, I, do, I do a lot to assist bodies to have more pleasure in ways that you don't even consider. Like, if somebody's having, say, um, migraines, then that is not pleasure. So I assist them in eliminating the migraine in whatever way I can be aware of to do that. So there are there would be multiple ways that I would approach that. And sometimes it's masturbation can get rid of migraine, right? And sometimes that's my suggestion. So I draw on my multiple tools from my flatbed of of tools and offer them up in my daily practice. So I'm grateful that I have those mad skills too. I'm super grateful for my mad skills and my mad skills actually contribute to more pleasure in my life. They add to my life all the time. And when my life is feeling happy and easeful, the rest of it seems to be really more easeful as well. And I'm grateful for my partner's mad skills. I bet you didn't pick your partner just because they were handsome or pretty or fun. They probably got some mad skills you were attracted to. And the first mad skill that I saw in my husband was probably what attracted me the most. And he put up a wall that was like so freaking perfectly sized in like the time it took me to make a sandwich, he built a wall. And I was like, you are magic. I will give you a blowjob right now. But he was dating my friend. So I didn't do that. I just held that to myself and thought about it going, damn, that is skill. That is some hot skill, my friend. And it was really sexy. And um, he just continues to do stuff like that, where like I just go outside and there's a, something he's built. And I'm like, look at that. That's sexy. So I'm super grateful for his mad skills. And I do tell him um, on a regular basis how grateful I am for his mad skills. And he's got mad skills in so many things too. He's got like mad skills with Excel spreadsheets and I love his spreadsheets and he loves making them. So we have like, we have like a weird things that we're grateful for each other. I know he's grateful for me cleaning because he hates doing it. So, you know, when you actually say these things to your partner, it really can create greater in your relationship you 
you know, when you're not grateful, it can often lead to resentment and withdrawal and just a feeling of overall angst and like separation that goes on. But when you acknowledge each other for who you are and what you bring to the table and acknowledge yourself for who you are and what you bring to the table. So it's not just coming from your partner all the time. So do it for you and then do it for your partner. You're going to find that your relationship just starts to flourish more and more and more. And you're going to notice too, where when you're not being grateful, things will go down a funky, funky tube and things get gross. It's like a, it's like a cesspool where we just like let things fester and it's like a festering boil or like a cesspool of poo just rotting. Like it's not attractive. So we need to clear that out. So bring your, bring all your gratitudes to the table about everything so that you're not just going, I'm just so grateful you're here. Okay. Well, give me more details. And sometimes it's those fine details that really assist. And like, I'm so grateful that my, my uh, husband lover, he takes out like the garbage and I never even say anything. And I think it's the most awesomest. I'm like, thanks for taking out the garbage. The funny thing about gratitude is it has people feel filled and then they actually would like to do more for you. It's when you're not grateful and there's no energy of gratitude coming that they don't desire doing it. And sometimes you don't even necessarily have to say it, but be it being the energy of gratitude, the person will pick that up and they'll feel it too. But some people need words. So whatever it is, bring the gratitude to the table because we can all use a little bit more of that on the planet right now. We're definitely lacking gratitude. We have a lot of blame. We have a lot of separation. And one way to bring things back together is some gratitude. So I'm grateful for all of you listening for sure. And I'm grateful that you'd show up on Canadian Thanksgiving, wherever you are in the world. And hey, Americans, you're not celebrating Canadian Thanksgiving. What? Um, or, you know, to those of you listening in India and all over Europe or Africa, wherever you are, I'm so grateful you're listening. Uh, and it's wonderful that we have a space and I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for ICN where we can actually have a space to bring these voices to the world. And if you'd like to be part of this, you know that you can actually just come on over to Inspire Choices Network and you can, you can go in and ask for information about how to become a host. So there are so many opportunities here and we'd love for you to share your voice. So remember to do that. If you're grateful for these shows and you'd like to be part of them, we'd love to have you. So I want you to remember for this week, being grateful, Jesus grateful. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.